What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is Mo! And this is T-Bosh! In the house, Nizzle! Yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Much like Joaquin Phoenix, Tarbosh has decided to grow a beard and become, yeah. a, and become a rapper. I'm a motherfucking rapper, y'all! Nigga, please! Nigga, please! Whoop, 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 whoop. We're insane! Whoop! <laughs> Welcome to Drunk on VHS. Glad to have you back. Whoop, <laughs> whoop. Uh, man, we got a good one for you today. Because we are in the hizzy. <laughs> oh, you're the whitest dude ever. Yep. I am white, sir. I, I am white. I can am I white. can I have a lemonade with a mayonnaise and <laughs> tuna fish sandwich on the white bread with the crest cut off, please? Sure. <laughs> uh, on tonight's show, we've got coming at you. Straight out of the trailer park, we got coming attractions. <laughs> it's in a trailer park. After that, we're going to be talking with our special guest today. From the band Blackened, Chris Leg. Whoa, what a what a get! I know, man. I I don't know how we managed that one. Took a while. <laughs> took about three years. <laughs> it took about three years. We've, this is only episode five, but we took about three years. <laughs> uh, we're going to be discussing remakes with him. Sounds good. Then after that, we've got our uh, review of the movie Chloe. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, that's been out of the theaters for a while, but whatever. It's you know maybe it's still hanging around somewhere in your part of your area that you live in. Yeah, maybe. Let's hope so. <laughs> then after that, we've got... Robocop. Yes. We all love R-Cop. <laughs> R-Bo-Cop. Yes, R-Bo-Cop. R-O-B-O-C-O-P. I work for Dick Jones. You know, Dick <laughs> Jones! <laughs> I was going to yell until later. Uh, let's talk about that one later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then we've got a review of Date Night. Still in the theaters. <laughs> still in, hey, it's still in theaters. Still counts. And then, of course, coming at you, as always, at the end of our programs. Is our newest segment. We have some really fun questions for him today. Always. Always a good time having him around. Yep. And maybe he'll speak about and answer those questions. <laughs> yeah, he might, or he might just go on and on about Quentin Turnbull. I hope I didn't say that too loud. Yeah, no, 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 he didn't hear it this time. Oh, good. Whew. He's on a soundproof stage in the, yeah, green, yeah, in the yeah. green room. You got, yeah. Whenever we have Jonah Hex on, you got to keep him in a soundproof booth until uh, <laughs> until it's time to hit for him to come out. Because well, if if he hears the word Quentin Turnbull, he'll go into a rage. And then also the thing, the green room in this podcast where we shoot this is in the bathroom. So it's like <laughs> you, you get some maybe some you know brown paint, some other. <laughs> Some other item that you can use. Did you just make a poopy joke? 
I think paste. You know what that is? Could be some weird sort of, you know, toothpaste. Who would brush with brown toothpaste? This guy. Ah! <laughs> All, right. All right, so let's get into it. Okay. All right. I say no, but I feel very jovial today. Oh, today you're going to say no in about three, two, get him to the Greek. Yeah, more like get him to the geek. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, God, yeah, our first movie on coming attractions today, get him to the Greek. You want to start how this is annoying? I want you to go to London and pick him up, then bring him back here for the show at the Greek. Can you handle it? Definitely. It's love. I just want you to know that I respect you. Okay, now that's making me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 exactly. Let, 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 me, let me get into this one. Okay. So this is like a pseudo-sequel to Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's got a, it's got at least one of the same characters. I guess it's sort of like an alternate storyline of something else happening in Aldous Snow's life. But there's one reason in particular why I think this movie is going to be awful. And his and it rhymes with Schmuffle Schrand. Well, what about, you know, me, Biddy? Re Riddy? Yeah, Re Riddy. Yes, Yes, Old Biddy, as I call him. Yes, yes. (laughs) Tig Old Biddy. I don't know. I think I can handle him. Uh, way yeah. better, way better than Russell Brand. I mean, he's not—he's uh, horrible, and I hate his guts. But I, th- I think he has the the he possibility of being be? funny. Who, Russell Brand? No, no, no. I think it's a oh, well-known oh, fact that he Pitty? does not. Yeah, old yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. P. Daddy. Yeah. Well, as I always say, You're he involved. murdered Biggie Smalls allegedly. Oh, we're we're five for five now, brother. Well, why? What did I say this time? Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> well, I always say allegedly because yeah, well, I, get know, sued. You, I know you don't want to get sued by the urine father. You like golden showers. All right, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> so get in the Greek. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a shit movie. Speaking, getting back to that subject of shit. Yeah, huh. I don't know. I mean, it's like this movie has so much potential, and like I think yeah, there's none. I know, really. <laughs> if, if it was anybody other than Russell Brand, this movie would probably be semi. Maybe if they had like Paul Rudd in it or something. I don't know. We got enough Paul Rudd stuff coming around, but I mean. I think I think they re-release role models into the movie theater. Ah, just, <laughs> you know I'm down with that. But yeah, Ro- Get Him the Greek is going to be shit. Who who cares? Don't you know? care. Oh yeah, so Jonah Hill looks even heavier in it. It's yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's right that's right that's right. They, yeah they they replaced. Uh, yeah that's the one that that is the yeah. one one thing they they replaced from uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. They replaced Jonah Hill with a seventy pound heavier <laughs> version, version of himself. Of Jonah, yeah. God, he's like. I don't want too mean, but he has a lot of chins. So yeah, let's like, let's let's move on. Okay. Uh, so up next we got Splice. Should be a decent horror movie from the director of Cube. Human cloning is illegal. This won't be human. Not entirely. Woo. Yeah. One of my faves. Yeah. The Canadian uh, horror movie. The Canadian. Hey. You know they were all hosers in that movie, so it's like. Yeah. Take off, eh? But anyway, Splice should be good. You know, it's like Godsend meets Species, kind of. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you can open Pandora's box nah. and close it again. I can't mention Godsend without you making that quote. Well, because that's the best line in the movie. That's, it is true. And then you remember Godsend. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent on Godsend, but remember, you know, De Niro hit Greg Kinnear with, like, a candlestick? And... Uh, yeah. All right, so let's move on. <laughs> it's, it's, it should be good. Oh, well, yeah, it should be, well, it should be a decent horror movie, you know. For, it should be more high quality than Species. 
Well, you know what the thing yeah. is? Yeah, it, that's and that's the sad thing, is that Species was kind of a hit, too, in, like... 95? Yeah, yeah, yeah way back when. And, th- and this movie looked way more high quality, and yet it still kind of looks straight to video. It's, re- it's this close. It's so it's this close. close. So close this to looks like Adrian Brody with, like, Lorenzo Lamas, it would go straight to video. Yeah, it'd be like Don the Dragon Wilson. Oh, yeah. What is this? I don't want to go off and tend it again, but I have an idea for a straight-to-video Expendables. <laughs> we'll do that next time. Uh, like, instead of Jet Li, they got Donna Dragon Wilson. Nice, that's my only idea. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that, that that does sound like a really good idea. All right, so let's move on. Best worst movie. What do you think of you at the worst movie? I did a very good movie. He really believed in what he was making. Action! To be a funny documentary. You know, look, I hear it's a lot sadder than you might think it is. No, I no, I thoroughly suspect it to be pretty sad, actually. I mean, you got you got to imagine these guys' lives are pretty pathetic. Uh, Would you I mean, want to be in Troll 2? No. No. About Troll 1. I would have loved to have been in Troll 1. Like, like I, when I met June Lockhart, the, the, you know, one of the few times in my life I've ever been starstruck. Name dropper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I when I met June Lockhart, like, I talked to her the entire time. She, she talked to me for like 25 minutes. That's a long time. Yeah. I mean, like, literally, there was a line at her table mm. backing up because she was talking to me about working on Troll. That's really interesting. It must and, be a really interesting story. Yeah, it was one of those things where I wish I had a camera or something oh, I could have recorded it because it was, it was so awesome. Awesome to just talk to her about, you know, and she was so happy because it seemed like like everybody she was talking to so far, or at least from what I had seen, had been like these groups of like mentally handicapped people coming up and you know, Lassie, you know, yeah, yeah, it, was really all, it was all Lassie, was all lost in space, and then I come right. up and I come up and she has this thing of pictures out in front of her, and I said, I want the, I want you to sign a picture, you know, a, a picture for me from Troll. She goes, I love you, and then we made out. Yep. And then I had sex with her under the table. Well, then you had a June Lockhart baby. So it's like <laughs> and then I got pregnant with June Lockhart's baby. Well, kind of, yeah. But, that, but that's that's getting way off topic. Yeah, right, right. yeah well, but, it's still um, on topic because it's related to Troll. Yeah, but uh, but basically, best worst do- best worst movie is a documentary about the uh, about the movie Troll Two and how it's become this huge sort of like cult success. As we, I think we mentioned this the other day, it would it's been overshadowed. It's been completely overshadowed by the likes of uh, the room. Yeah, it's been completely overshadowed by the likes of the room and Birdemic and Birdemic Shock, Shock and, and terror. terror. Listen to that podcast. Yeah, listen to it today. Listen to it right now. Don't yell at them. They're not going to listen to it. Oh. I love you. That's better. Listen to it, the podcast. I love you, podcast. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Okay, let's not get off topic. Oh, I had a gay moment there. No. <laughs> well, with the podcast, not with each other. Oh, okay. Because we're completely straight heterosexual males. I'm so happy that's on recorded tape. Well, I, me- I meant to say I'm, a- <laughs> but uh, but best worst movie. I can't wait to see this. I'll actually watch Troll Two before before I watch this. I hope it comes to the theater. I'd be interested. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one concern is that it's not really playing in a lot of places. So and, you know, and we're, and we're like in. Uh, you we're know, in Connecticut. We're in Connecticut, so yeah. it's not, it, it's not really the mecca for like films. Well, there's two, maybe three art cinemas or whatever art, you know, you know, niche cinemas, and that's, <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe it'll come. Yeah, maybe. Well, we one one can hope. But uh, moving on, next we've got the other Adrian Brody film in our lineup, uh, Predators. Predators. What's the last thing you remembered? All of a sudden, there was a light, and then I was falling. I was supposed to be executed two days ago. And I was in combat. So was I. Black Ops. 
would do this to us? This could be a winner. No, unfortunately, it's from the director of Armored. Uh, so God, I didn't know that. Now that just drops it like three. What three percent? That's it. <laughs> well, but Robert Rodriguez works that has something to do with it, right? And it's supposed to be hard. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be a hard R. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that was the, that was one of the problems with Armored, right? Was, that yeah. was like a PG thirteen. PG thirteen. It didn't take any chances. But I didn't want to talk about Armored all day. But it's like, I don't want to talk about Armored at all. Remember we watched Armored? God, I hated that <laughs> fucking movie. Well, it just, it's it's why you watch a straight to video movie in the theater when you can watch it for five dollars at Blockbuster. You <laughs> yeah. paid like. Twenty dollars to see that. Okay, but yeah, but yeah. Predators. It looks. It looks good. It looks like it should be interesting. I mean, I think it looks good despite Adrian Brody. I not, know, not because of, but uh, but even at that, I think it's going to be a total it, worthwhile. It's got Danny Trejo. It's got Lawrence Fishburne. It's got some other good people in it too. So check and mate. Yeah, there you go. That's already nine dollars. Yeah, so my only problem is like if you if you look at the. Um, if you look at the Predators, like, the costume, like, that they have for mm-hmm. the Predators, like, their heads are huge. At least, but they're made out of real materials, it's not I, CGI. No, I get that, but it just, like, it seems like the head is so much bigger than the one from the original. That's very yeah. nerdy of you to say, though. I think that the... <laughs> really? I, I think that the, the head on the Predator... <laughs> if I were to attack him with my plus three broadsword of invincibility... <laughs> okay... Yeah. Really? World of Warcraft, or whatever it's called. Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> it's Dungeons. Sorry, sorry, nerd community. We it's, all love you, but... It's Dungeons and Dragons. This nerd does not play computer games. <laughs> and listen to this Pong on my Apple floppy disk. Speaking <laughs> let's, let's go on to the next one. Speaking of Twilight? Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of bullshit, we've got Beastly, the new remake... That seems oh, to be yeah. the subject of the day. Uh, the remake of uh, Beauty and the Beast. This really looks bad. I'm not going to say much about it because it looks bad. No, it looks awful. Let's the, just mention the one good part of the trailer. The, hold on. The, um, the, the, whole, the, the point of Beastly is it's, it's, like, it's like they took the Beauty and the Beast story and like did it for the Twilight Age. It's really awful. It, does, it, it looks, yeah, it's a total thumbs down. Which, of course, there's another <laughs> constant, you know. Yeah, I just do that. Bosch just did a thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it. But, yeah, the best the best part of the movie is that, you know, it, it features Neil Patrick Harris. And I think he really summed up the movie best when he went... <laughs> yep, he did the throw-up noise. Yeah, yeah, like, like he made like he was going to throw up in his mouth. I'm going to build her a greenhouse. She's very into roses. This rocks. thought I'd take the ugly thing and turn it into something not... Do you want to go somewhere with me? Really? Like, why? Of all the bits to put in the trailer, you want to put something that makes it look worse? It's like no. That as far as I'm concerned, that makes it self-aware. Yeah, it, so it's, so it's, it's, oh, it's very ironic yeah, how yeah, bad yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's, that seems to be the the the, the word nowadays. Ironic. Being, uh, Come on, it's really overplayed. It would be ironic for irony's sake. Fuck you, mm. hipster. <laughs> I'm a hipster douche. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm a hipster douche. Sorry, <laughs> somehow I'm just doing a song now. But it's like <laughs> I am a hipster. hipster. I go to Abercrombie. Okay, that's not good. Set to the tune of We Are the Robots by Kraftwerk. (laughs) Kraftwerk. Kraftwerk. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We'll not make Hitler reference here. (laughs) (laughs) Do not insert Hitler reference here. Because then it'll just be called the Hitler Podcast. Uh, And, you know, that would be weird. Das Hitler Podcast. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The Podcast. I wasn't saying die, Bart, die. I was saying D, Bart, D. Anybody who speaks German isn't a bad man. Uh, Let's move on. (laughs) 
Okay, no, but all right, here we go. All right, yeah. So coming up next, when we when we come back from our bump, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> okay. have uh, we'll have uh, Chris Leg in the studio with us, and and Brett and Brett talking about remakes. year and a half ago What's if you didn't get it yet buy it this means war it'll shred your face off <laughs> we got chris in the studio we're going to talk about uh oh and brett's with us yes i'm fading away in the background <laughs> fading away. uh we're going to talk about remakes great <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about the concept of remakes about if there if there have been any good ones no more specifically <laughs> most specifically the bad ones and of course if there's anything we'd like to see remade why don't you start us off guys well, while we were talking yesterday, right. I mean, some other time in the past, yes. about the, the concept of the cell phone remake. Of course. Which is basically a remake that doesn't need to be made, and the only real difference that the filmmakers chose to make was that the characters now have cell phones. Which don't work. And the cell phones don't work. <laughs> don't so work. it's entirely pointless. And uh, I've got a maniac chasing after me, but I've got no bars! No, no, no service. No service. <laughs> no, service. <laughs> no towers. Nice tight close-up right on the, on, the, on the phone. No service. And that that cutaway was not in the original movie. Of so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shot for shot remake of Psycho. Only the chick in the shower has like a, a cell phone. phone. But it has a black water on it. She has a, she has a blackberry uh, or a crackberry. Yeah. Some people call it. And I think uh, we should go down a list of these cell phone remakes, which mainly are horror movies. One yeah. is called. Well, that that's that's a cell phone oh. based movie, which is a little different. Oh, yeah. Well. Um, I mean, it's, it's still, it's still. I mean, I guess you can technically call that a cell phone remake, well, right? Well, when Stranger Calls, there's a cell phone in that. True. All right. Anymore? And also, we had Black Christmas, The yep. Hills Have Eyes, yep. Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw. yeah, Which Friday the Thirteenth, yep, um, Prom Night, yeah. <laughs> so all, all these horror movies, if they're just trading off the names, that's the thing. They're just taking the name. It could be an entirely different movie, but they're like, oh, people know this name. Yeah. It's like a brand, and they just take the name. Well, it's a good thing you mentioned that, too, because that's another thing that, that filmmakers will do, is they'll take a movie that has uh, a, lot of, a lot of name recognition to it and just throw, another, you know, throw the name on another movie. Like a prime example would be like the, the newest Robin Hood, where it could have easily had not been called Robin Hood. I agree with that. No cell phones, though. Yeah, no, no, cell phones phones. And, no cell phones in Robin Hood. Marion, fetch me a bucket of water. I can't. I've got no service. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, fetch me a switch. Fetch yeah. me a switch. Yeah. <laughs> using the blower over here. I'm on the horn. So that there is there's a cell phone remake uh, concept. Have there been any remakes that we've enjoyed? No. <laughs> Are you in a wind tunnel? Why is it like no? Whoa! 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 Yeah, Bosch is in this constant state of falling. <laughs> Every now and again, we just turn. Hey! The... <laughs> no! No! Hey! All right, cut! Cut! <laughs> no, no I think you were just singing. Um, that song by Roddy by Nature. Oh, I thought he was singing uh, rock, and, rock and Roll too. Oh. No. No. We should talk about Kiss. No. Nope. <laughs> Hip hop hooray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I can think of a good one that, that we've talked about previously, not on the podcast, but in personal life, was uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yes, best I, remake. I think Chris can expand. Not on a, not a remake, really, as much as kind of uh, the same movie, <laughs> with but. Di- but with different characters, none of the same characters, and borrowing ideas like the mall. 
Yep. For example, no biker gang though, no. and uh, I can't remember were they super zombies in that? Did they run? They were they runners? I, I they believe, were. Yeah, they, they were, were runners. Right. Which, yeah, that's you know. There's a debate in the zombie community debate, yeah. about whether zombies can and should run or not. But regardless, it was still awesome, surprisingly good because you, I think everybody thought that was going to be horrible. Oh, I did. <laughs> I can tell you for a fact I did. But I generally hear the word remake and I think horrible. So. You know, every now and again you'll get that one that's awesome, and that that's that, I think that's this generation's one good one. Uh, you would think well, when you'd hear remake, it would be better. Well, <laughs> it makes it better. Yeah. Well, ideally, yeah. well, that's ideally that's the case. But yeah, it we, never yeah. goes that way because when they remade Coke, we know how that. And they see Coke too. The Coke remake. <laughs> yeah, I love Coke too. Yeah, that didn't go over. I think I think Coca Cola is the ultimate expression of how bad remakes and sequels are. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And then, then we really get into like. Uh, was it, I think we talked about this many times, Mo, about like Doctor Doolittle Two or something, which yeah. is this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a remake right, yeah. of a book of a sequel of a remake <laughs> with a sequel. It's like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We said like the worst movie of all time is the sequel of a remake of a movie based off of a book. It's like where's the original idea? <clears throat> it's it's lost in the it's ether. Absolutely gone in that in that particular case. And yeah. Eddie's back. Doctor Doolittle Two. We'll talk about that another day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eddie. But then there's the whole thing of. Um, is it a remake? Is it a reimagining? Is it, is it a, a re- reboot? Reboot? Is yeah. it a 2.0? There's like is, a million different ways. Is what, a, what is a reboot? What is qualifies a re- as a reboot? Yeah. Well, I think I think I like to think of reboots, which I have a little less disdain for. Like a like for me, a reboot is when they take the same idea and turn it off and turn it on again. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So like, like the Hulk. Like, well, turn it off and turn it on again. Turn me a second. Yeah. No, no. When they like when they take a concept and turn it on its ear, you know, like what they did with yeah, like what they did with the Hulk. Yeah. You know, or like just made a the one. good one, not the shitty one. Be more specific. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the one with Ed Norton. Yeah. So not was... the one with Eric Bana. Right. Yeah. Although the Eric Bana one could easily be considered a reboot as well. It's the, well uh, that that's that's the one. That's another example where you've got a you've got sort of a of a remake going on too. You've got a remake of a reboot, and it's it gets very confusing. Yeah. I'm kind of lost. Well, I, well, I'm going to make a remake of a reboot of a re-envisioning. From a, from a book? <laughs> from, a, from a movie a based sequel. off of a book that had no sequel. I was lost there. I got confused. That's all right. You don't have to have a PhD to work on the podcast. No, you do. Or to know about <laughs> Well, that's that's certainly that's certainly why they call me Dr. Mo. <laughs> Another kiss reference. I think we're going to talk about if there are any remakes we like. Yeah, were there any remakes other than other than Dawn of the Dead, which we which we said we like? Were, were there any other? We obviously know your answer, Bosch. Nope. But it's like, uh, oh, no, no. Yeah, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's all serious. No. Well, no remakes. No remakes. Well, was Assault and Precinct 13? Oh, was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go into that. Yeah, go into More, that, pl- Chris. Please. I, you know, I did, I, Assault and Precinct 13, I didn't finish, I'll admit, the remake. I watched the first couple minutes of it, and when I realized that it didn't have a crazed gang attacking the precinct for almost no reason, I didn't <laughs> give a fuck. I don't, I, I don't know, some kind of shady mafia deal gone wrong, I think, yeah, or something like, something like that cops. with, with yeah. good-looking people. Fuck that. When you, t- when you take a concept where it, has, where it has a gang breaking shit and destroying things just for and the you, hell of it, and you, and you ruin that concept, it's, that, that's, that's a, a, an F minus. And a creepy level. gang, too. They, I don't even think they talked. No, they didn't say anything. Yeah, I'm, not gonna, what I'm not going to lie, cool. I don't remember, I don't remember <laughs> a damn thing about the first one. And I never saw the second one. So. And it had a hero like a, like a Snake Plissken, like a, how Carpenter used to have heroes before he got Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, that's, well why did, that's a good one, too. With the, Coast of Mars? No, 
Well, like the whole concept pre and post Ice Cube. That's his career. Yeah. No, no. I was thinking. I was thinking of uh, of the Snake Plissken. We, you know, the Escape from no, New York versus Escape, versus Escape from L.A. Surfing. Not I, technically a remake, however, but a remake. Enough. Yeah. They they pretended it was a different movie, but. Figured wider audience, use the same plot from the first one, yep. the water make it ridiculous. Kind of like Die Hard 2, where he had no shoes again. Yeah. Or, uh, you know. Or Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> they took bits and yeah. tried to widen it to a bigger audience. Or, or even another another prime example, too, would be the, would be Evil Dead versus Evil Dead 2. You know, where, I mean, that that's another one where we could say a success because, I mean, they, they basically just took the same first movie, redid it, made it funny. Yeah. And, and it was a success. I mean, I liked the first Evil Dead, but you know, but I'd be wrong to say that it, that Evil Dead Two wasn't a major success. I like it better. I like, it, of course, Two. Yeah. So, but that's a rare case where that, the sequel. That thing's sequel. a whole. That's a whole yeah. mess, though. It's like yeah. not a sequel or a remake. It's a, I yeah. guess it's a remake. Or maybe you can call that a reboot. That's more. That <laughs> was the first reboot. Yeah, exactly. But going back to like the assault on, on Precinct Thirteen things, it's I think this is where a lot of arrogance comes in. Yeah. The filmmakers say, "Oh, we could do it better," yeah. <laughs> you know, as you were saying. It's like, oh, we could do this so much better. It's like, why do they think that? Why do they think they can do it better? Exactly. Why are you making all John Carpenter movies? There's the Fog. <laughs> there's Halloween. Well, you know that I, maybe that's just a uh, you know a compliment to the to the director's they, original vision. They should remake Ghost of Mars or they Vampires. should you know they should remake Ghost of Mars and yeah. make it good because it if when that first got announced on the DB and it had yeah. its plot, it's like wow, sounds cool. Yeah. And then why? It sounded like a great idea. Should we clarify for mm-hmm. people that the DB is IMDB? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't know, they can they can't look. Everyone should know the DB. Yeah. Um, don't rent it on the flick. I think you hit on something interesting, which is remaking things that are bad. Yeah. Most people think, oh, this movie's good. We're going to remake it. Yeah. Why not take something that was originally not good and remake it? That's where they should start. From. They should be doing that way more. You know. I think, the, of course, the problem with that one is that people already have the bad taste in their mouth from the mm-hmm. original, so they're, you know... Right, because all they care about is trading off the name. Exactly. And so they're not going to trade off the name. That's well, there's also a really bad remake. Uh, the Wicker Man. <laughs> oh, right. I didn't watch it. I'm still waiting to watch it. I know, yeah. I know you've been dying to show it to me for a long time. I've been to see time. it for a while. You haven't seen it? I thought well, you saw it. Well, I always it. seen bits and pieces. Oh. Because I always saw the funny parts. You lied to me, sir. I, no. Or you said you saw screams it. or something. He, well, he goes like, ah, the bees! And then the goes, ah, the bees! And punches women in the face in a bear suit. Nice. And it's like, uh, just like the original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so let's, let's let's move on a little bit then. What, what about movies that we would like to see remade? Hmm. Nothing would be good, but it's like... <laughs> Well, I mean, ideally, they shouldn't make any remakes, right. obviously. But well, I mean, what are some what are some movies that would, you know, like Chris? Do you have any movies that you would like to see remade? I don't think so, but <laughs> I, I can't. I don't know. I'll try and think of one. But <laughs> well, I, and there's the whole. This is going a little bit backwards in time, but there's also the supposed board game remakes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Such as Battleship, Monopoly, Candyland. I'm excited they, for Monopoly. They're going in, they're going into the board game world. They've they've plundered all the movies, and now they're going into board game. Like, they, should re- they should have a Guess Who movie. I wonder, uh, guess Who? They should yeah. have Guess Who. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder who, they'll, who they'll cast as the King of Candy. <laughs> or, or they or cast Glo- as or Sam. Gloopy. Gloopy. Or Gloopy. Yeah. I could be perfect uh, for Gloopy. Yeah. Are you talking about Candyland? Yeah, Candyland. Gloopy. Or I have big problems with that game. And here's why. <laughs> okay, please, go on, go ahead. Is it just me or is there no candy on the board? When, <laughs> since when, the, when is gingerbread candy? <laughs> yeah. when, it, when, when is it, it's like cake, <laughs> what? cake Island. Like ice cream float place, and it, there's just no like that's candy for fucking grim ass life. That's, that's, can, that's candy. That's, 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 that's candy. 
that's candy for like uh, you know like an Amish kid. Actually, that's that would be a great idea for the movie. Set it in the hood. Call it candy for grim ass life. That'd be perfect. What'd you say? Guess who? Guess who? Sam. I well, think well, Robert Duvall would be perfect as Sam. <laughs> for the Monopoly, who would play Uncle Pennybags? I think Robert Duvall as well. <laughs> okay, so he's just he's <laughs> Uncle rich Uncle Pennybags. Rich Uncle Pennybags. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Monopoly in the movie. Yeah, they're yeah. That's, that's not a joke. It's no. not a joke. They're actually making Holy Monopoly in the movie. And like he can be evil. What? And all these board games are coming out around the same time. Ivory Tower. I would go see. I I would go see Monopoly the movie, and I would go see Ouija the movie (laughs) if that was ever made. Well, there was the movie Witchboard. I was going to say there was Witchboard. Yeah, that's right. But um, no, but I want one written by the Parker brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Called Ouija the movie. Well, you had a theory about the Parker brothers. How they hooked a generation of children onto the occult and the. They did. They did absolutely with the Ouija board. Oh, but don't wake daddy or oh, crocodile dentist. Uh, Gator what, golf. Too obscure. What's yeah. next, Mr. Bucket? Mr. Bucket. You know, I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah buckets of fun. That could be the tagline. That could be the tagline. Buckets of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it writes itself. Uh, <laughs> and then just shoot out of your mouth and then <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get a bucket of popcorn with the movie that the popcorn shoots out of the mouth. Well, see, at, at one point in time, there was a whole website devoted to this. It was called sequelog.com and it listed all the sequels, remakes, and reimaginings coming out. But I think that website went down. But there were there were so many. There was a whole website devoted to this it, whole idea. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if I there did, are several at this point. I did look it up. I mean, some sequels and remakes. I found there's one really bad one coming yeah. up soon. Go ahead. Which one? Big Mama's House 3. No! Oh. Well, that's a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a... I can think of worse things than that. You're What's surprised that? on that one? Well, I'm not surprised, <laughs> but not No, happy. no. Everybody's <laughs> waiting for that one. Wait for that next installment. They were. Yeah. Many answer questions. When are they going to start remaking the Medea movies? Why? I think they're 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 <laughs> Or Joanna Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, why, why is there no sequel to that? Well, <laughs> I think that's a grand idea. Or do you think Joanna Man too? Joanna Moore. Oh well, then, yeah, yeah, hey, going getting into the concept, another concept of the remakes that that you know the the phrase we coined was yeah. the the urban renewals where they you know they take a perfectly good movie and just remake it with an all black cast. Right. <laughs> I.e. the Honeymooners, the honeymooners. and um, Johnson death. Family Vacation. The newest death at a funeral. Family getaway. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Love don't cost a thing. No. <laughs> so there's that. Oh so you see, remakes and sequels come in many diverse forms. And they're all pretty bad. All right, well, final notes. Anybody else want to mention anything? Can't wait for Monopoly. <laughs> like Assault Precinct 13, I believe it's going to feature a jaw rule. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't think at this point I'd be surprised on any remake, no matter when it came out after the original. Like, they could put one out five years after the original. I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Like, like if the Simpsons movie remake comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live action. Well, I mean, the, the death right. at a funeral is only three years after the original. So, yeah. <laughs> so, poignant words and a great place to end. Moving on. Who'll be the last No more than Wasn't that great, folks? Yeah, it was really fun to have Leg and Brett in the studio. Yeah, it was, it was a, yeah, it was a lot of fun. They, uh, you know, made some good points and uh, 
Let's move on. Yeah. All right. So, our, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but be sure be sure to look for Leg on uh, Think Fast Records. Think Fast Records. The, and ba- the band's called Blackened. Blackened. It will shred your face off. I'm sure it will. <laughs> <laughs> My face shredded. By the way, I should mention this now. All of the bumper music on this podcast will be songs by the band Blackened. Pretty exciting that Leg let us use his music. Oh, of course. Scratch our backs, we'll scratch theirs. Yeah, but it's really itchy. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should take off that wool sweater. Oh my god, that's your back hair. Gross. Ooh, I'm Robin Williams' son. That's all right. Mine's way worse. Oh, really? All right, so, so let's move on. Our first review for tonight is the movie Chloe. This is like an erotic thriller, but like a high society erotic thriller. Yeah, it's like it's like a high class erotic thriller. It's like one of those whores that you spend an extra hundred dollars on because she's willing to eat your asshole. <laughs> I guess. You, know, like, <laughs> you would know that, sir. You you've been to the hookah. I spent right? I spent the extra hundred. Yeah. Wow. Well, where'd you get that money? Oh, did you find it on the street? Yeah, I found I found it on the street. Yeah. Like I was walking behind a. Well, I put I put a fishing pole next to it, and then I just <laughs> slowly moved it until you caught it. I was walk I was walking. Uh, I was. <laughs> I was walking behind a uh, you know a, a gangster rapper and he was making it rain. So oh, he dropped. Yeah. Well, he wasn't at the stripper club. Yeah, he was. I, he was on, no, he was on his way to the stripper club, <laughs> making, making it, it rain. rain. You know, <laughs> that's really funny. And uh, yeah, I guess he didn't realize that one of those was a hundred, so I picked it up. Nice. I left job. all the ones. I figured the Jews can pick those up. That's really mean. <laughs> well, you're a Jew. Yeah, I picked and it you up. picked them up. I picked, up so. I picked up all the pennies too. I like to, I like to, you know, take blood from a stone. Oh. So it's like, <laughs> all right. So Chloe. Okay, let's not talk about Jews. Let's talk yeah. about Chloe. So Chloe, it's, we've got Amanda Seyfried, and probably the best role I think I've ever seen her. And probably it's not going to be top unless she does something else like this. Unless, unless she does something else really hot involving a lesbian scene with somebody hotter than Julianne Moore. Let's see. How about Mila Kunis or something? Ooh. Right. Get out! I need, five, I need I need five minutes. No, more about ten seconds. Ah. Yeah, even the sound. Thank you, thank wow, you. Wow, this is this podcast is really getting explicit on iTunes. Don't watch it with your children. So it's like. <laughs> So, so we've got Julianne Moore, who plays a woman who thinks her husband's cheating on Played by her. Liam Neeson. Played by Liam Neeson. Um, the, you know, really well acted. She hires this girl, Chloe, played by Amanda Seyfried, to, like, to, to so test her husband, essentially. Right. You know, and you spend the entire movie thinking that the husband's been cheating on her, and then there's a big twist. There's a twist. Movie. You don't want to give it away. And, uh, you know, you, you probably already figured it out because it's pretty straightforward. But, yeah. But it's, really well, good, it's a really good movie. It's really well acted. I rather enjoyed it. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed it too. What would you give it? Uh, out of five, yeah. I would say probably three and a half. Three and a half. I'd give it a four. I, I, right. think, I, I think it's know, pretty good. I, I liked it a lot. Rent it on DVD when it comes to your store whenever it comes out soon. Get it from your <laughs> local Redbox! Yeah, yeah, get it from your local library. <laughs> coming out on Betamax. Yeah, coming out on Betamax in about two weeks. Okay. That's good enough. Let's move on. Okay. I think it's time to talk about again. What was the first one? The first one was Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, right. Now let's talk about Robocop. Okay, also starting with an R, because I'm a nerd for something about that for some reason. Both these movies <laughs> start with an R! Yeah. <laughs> wow, they're really related. 
<laughs> but this is a classic. This is a classic. What, seriously, one of the greatest movies ever made. And I don't mean to just plug the name of the segment again. But, no, no. But, but you're going to put the same effect. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say it, the effect. Every single go. time I say it, I have to put the effect. Yeah. <laughs> but Robocop, really great movie. It's not just... You know, shoot him up. Yeah, a lot of people get the a lot of people get the uh, a lot of people get the wrong impression of RoboCop. That's unfortunate. They think they think RoboCop. Come on, that's stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. Like a metal cop. Fuck that. But you're missing out on a classic of '80s action. You're well, even more so than that. You're 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 missing out on one of the uh, one of the greatest social commentaries ever put to film. I mean, RoboCop is more than just an action film. It's a play on you know how how society yeah. views the media, how society handles like news broadcasts, yeah. and how uh, you know and, and and consumerism really. They sneak all that into a really great tightly wound story. Oh yeah, they well yeah. I mean, you got the the story of of, of Peter Weller, you know, who plays RoboCop, plays Murphy, Murphy. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, yeah. like the story itself is actually pretty well done. You know, it's one of Paul Verhoeven's best well showgirls is his best work i loved it no. i saw it in a theater no no you saw it in the theater but it wasn't his best because we're talking <laughs> about his best oh that's right <laughs> well showgirls another greatest movie ever made but yeah but but so so yeah so paul paul verhoven puts his heart and soul into this movie you know peter weller is a, is, is, is great is as RoboCop. nancy allen's awesome but uh but the thing that's really great about this is that there's all these little like you know, there's all these little like commercials yeah. and like newscasts that are going on during it. Like you remember the one with the the giant car? It's yeah. like the LU. It's like the SUX six hundred yeah, or yeah. six thousand or something like that. It gets eight point two miles per gallon. <laughs> Big is back, because bigger is better. 6,000 SUX, an American tradition. Now it really does. And it's you know, got, yeah, yeah, that seems <laughs> very, really very realistic at this point. But, you know, the, the commercial shows the gigantic car next to, like, a dinosaur. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the dinosaur looks tiny next to it. That's really hilarious. You, you know, know and then, of course, it's a classic, I'll buy that for a dollar. And you got all got the bag. He's got a meal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, Kurtwood Smith as uh, Bonica. Bonica. I hate Bonnaker. He's so evil. He's awesome. T- trust me, I actually punch the screen when Bonnaker is on there. Yeah, which it's is like, which is actually the reason why I will never watch uh, RoboCop with Starbucks. Well, the thing is that I got you know shocked by the TV when I did that. And I, and I have a really nice TV, so I don't want to. I don't want to ruin my TV by having Bosch punch. Well, I'll do it when you're not looking. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And another great movie about great movie about RoboCop. Oh, let's not forget Ray Wise. Yeah, Ray Wise. Another great thing about RoboCop is how endlessly quotable it is. Oh, absolutely. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Bitches, leave. That had to be improvised. I, you know, I I don't think it was. Well, then that's brilliant. But it's brilliantly delivered at the very oh, least. Oh, I loved I loved to be you know made that movie. That'd be so cool. I work for Dick Jones. <laughs> Dick Jones! You know, Just why, that little bit is so great. Why do we quote that? This is one of those lines, it, like, it doesn't fit into any conversation ever. No. Unless by some chance you happen to work for somebody named Dick Jones, <laughs> it does not fit into normal conversation ever. And yeah, yet me and Bosch have been <laughs> quoting, I work for Dick Jones. <laughs> For like 12 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> but 
basically all our natural adult lives. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I mean, just like I don't know why, but we yeah, why still, is that? all the time. But, but it's, it's awesome. It, that's maybe the best line. But that, but that's one of the reasons why Robocop. Robocop is one of the greatest movies ever made. Let's talk about some of the action that takes place. There's some oh. really awesome deaths. Well, I don't want to give it away. If you haven't, why? If you haven't seen I was Robocop, say, if, you have, if they haven't seen Robocop at this point. Really? Like really? Just just jump off a bridge. It's yeah. Like, well, let's let's get into it. I'm not worried about allegedly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's get into it though. I you know I mean let let's start with the most gruesome. What I think you you've got a meals. You got the, the melting man. Great that, effect. That's a that's a meal. Yeah. Yep. The meal. Uh, he you know he gets toxic like waste. Toxic waste acid. And he gets melted down, and then Bodica runs him over. He's like, ah! and he's literally just splatters. Yeah, that's... it's one of the greatest scenes ever. Or with the uh, with the Ed two hundred nine. Oh, that was, oh, there's a guy who got killed. In yeah, the right at the beginning of the movie. You know, it's like a hundred shots, at, and they showed all hundred shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, if you, and, if you, and if you watch the Criterion Collection, there, there, it's actually longer. They had cut a lot of. If you listen to the commentary track on it, if you can hear what it, Paul Verhoeven, yeah, saying. if you can understand what Paul Verhoeven's saying. But if you listen to it, you'll you'll hear him say, you'll hear him talk about how he didn't want just like regular squibs, mm-hmm. like when they were when they were doing it. He literally, like he said, he said, I want you to fill Ziploc bags yeah. with blood and use those. That's brilliant. And like and like so the so when he sh- when the guy gets all shot up, like there's just blood splattering Blood. everywhere. It's yeah. so disgusting. It's great. But it was awesome. I That's definitely a pump your fist in the air in slow motion. That's one of those... Yeah, like, they, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a freeze frame. Like, yeah! That's one of those scenes that re- requires you to stand up and put your fist in the air and yeah. just go... Yeah! No, when we go see The Expendables, I'm not going to be sitting down. I don't think I'm going to sit be, down. I'm going to stand up and do this the whole time. Yeah. It's like, you and, know, and, put, and, put my fist in the air, I mean. Yeah, so it was like, do this... this. Well, I think, yeah. I'm, I'm going to stand video. up and do, do this. this. Well, maybe you don't, don't hear the fist noise go up, right? Yeah. Well, see, the black guy in there, he got off light. He just got shot. I was going to say, yeah, a couple of people just got shot. They yeah. were lucky. They were lucky. You well, know. Boddicker, I don't want to give it away, but why would I not give it away? Yeah, Boddicker gets stabbed in the fucking neck. Yeah, and blood spurts out. Oh, it's awesome. disgusting. It's the, one of the greatest deaths like, ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, with, that, with, that, with that. I, like, oh, what, I love that. Who thought? Who thought of that? That the that the key to get into the computer system for yeah. Robocop would be this gigantic spike that comes <laughs> out of his fist. I was hoping that would come back when I was yeah. watching the movie. Please. Yeah, well, come that's back. what I'm saying. Like, like like the first time you see it, you go, Holy shit, what the fuck is that? And you're like, yeah. Oh, it's just a key for yeah. his, for the computer. And they're, they're like <laughs> and you kind of figured it was gonna get used for some form of nefarious purpose. Yeah. Of course. Perfect death for Stab Bodiger right in the motherfucking face. Nice <laughs> take yeah. that jerk. <laughs> I still say that you know he's not a real character I work for Dick Jones I work for Dick Jones alright Dick <laughs> Jones you just put both those lines back to back that's the uh, that's gonna like, be the whole entire <laughs> podcast we're literally gonna have an hour and a half of just I work for Dick Jones, Jones. Dick Jones and then, and, and then and bumper then, music and Dick Jones, Jones. And bumper music Dick Jones <laughs> I think on that note though I think that'd be a good, pl- a good place to end yeah this. I think so you know Robocop if you haven't seen it you're a fucking moron well, go watch it. If you okay. have no, no, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna be a jerk and say this. If you have not seen RoboCop, you are a fucking moron, and you need to go watch it. All right, it's a little strong, and I maybe agree with him, but <laughs> see, <laughs> just rent it, please. Rent it. Make sure you rent the Criterion Collection version if you can find it. If you can find it, or it's... buy it on Amazon.com. Yeah, because they're one of our shameless sponsors. plug. Shameless plug of a, somebody who's uh, not our sponsor. Well, maybe they will be one day. They're everybody's sponsor. Yeah. But well, yeah. Especially my for my sponsor my AA meetings. Alright. So, mo- <laughs> moving on. 
for the night. <laughs> it was like a Freudian slip. Yeah. <laughs> Our next review. We record this during the day. <laughs> it's it's like 9 o'clock in the morning right now. I know. I'm waking up. We have to go to work. Yeah. I'm drinking my coffee yep. that's spiked with all sorts of alcohol because <laughs> I'm a you loser. St- yep. You stumble around. Yeah. I just... I, yeah. That's your job is actually to stumble around either village idiot. My job is to drink a lot and to... <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> There's hope. But, uh, okay, so Let's go down to our next review, Date Night. Uh, still in theaters, so you still have a chance to go see it, yeah. even though we don't necessarily recommend seeing it in theaters. Yeah, rent it on DVD, but... Save it, rent it on DVD. We're talking about remakes before, but we totally forgot to mention this one. It's not a remake, it should be remade. Well, alright. They need to take the movie, make it a shot-for-shot remake up until the halfway point, and then turn the second half into a fucking comedy, as it should have been. Well, everybody wants action nowadays. So. No, fuck action. This is a comedy. Nope. It should have been a comedy through the whole movie, that's my biggest complaint with it. I really enjoyed it. I love Steve Carell. I love Tina Fey. I really thought they were it's excellent fantastic in it. Yeah. They should make another movie, but not called Date Night 2. Nah. <laughs> yeah, they should make another movie. You know, maybe call it uh, you know Babysitter know. Day. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Something dumb. Yeah, something dumb that will be a But something that's but something that, like like they should make like a hard R comedy. Because you know, remember when they when Steve made a hard R comedy? Yeah, and it was fantastic. And now, you know, when they get smart, yeah, it's entertaining, but it's no, it's like, come on. I don't like that he's turning into this like kind of lovable Action guy. Star? You know. Like I like <laughs> Evan he, Almighty? I, I really I really you know, the like the bumbling sort of comedy he does, but I but I liked the way he did it in you know, in the forty year old virgin. Right. You know, where he swears and he smokes pot and drinks and, and he's you know. really funny. And he's, he's hilarious in that. He should do more shit like that. So, really, just going to say, rent on DVD. Yeah, I, we don't even It's a couple of funny moments. I don't even want to go into it that much. I will, the one thing I will say, well, the one more thing yeah. I will say is that this is one of the few movies that made me almost like Mark Wahlberg, you know. Right. His, his character was kind of fun in this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then there's some funny stuff towards the end. Yeah. You know, some strip club. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. There's the strip club scene where uh, Tina Fey and Steve Carell are yeah. dancing, and yeah. Steve Carell's a much better pole dancer yeah. than, uh, than Tina. Tina Fey is. Well, you know. <laughs> like I say, he might work at Chippendales one day or something. Did you hear that? Um, no. I know this has nothing to do with date night, but it has to do with uh, with movies and with Steve Carell. Okay. Can, can you not do that? <laughs> it's so distracting. Okay. Um. <laughs> what, um, what, what is it? Oh, that that they're looking to do. Uh, they're, they're looking to get Steve Carell to play this like movie producer. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing a story about this guy's life. This is the guy who wrote uh, "We Built This City," one of our favorite songs. On <laughs> uh, rock and roll, built this city. Look, 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 look. Playing the hey, hey, bo- hey, we're getting knee deep in the hoopla over here. Okay, right? yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, um, that's but funny. yeah, yeah, they're yeah they're looking to get Steve Carell to play the guy who wrote that song. Oh you know? really? Yeah, and like apparently like late late in the man, it, like he he did like one album that was Starship? like huh? Starship. No 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 the guy who wrote that song not Starship I don't remember the I don't remember the guy's name to be honest with you. Oh okay okay. Um, but yeah the uh, but he but this guy came out with like one album mm-hmm. and for some reason he became a really big hit in the Philippines and nice. like when he was and after he had already retired out and become like he became a. Um, 
like a uh, real estate agent mm-hmm. and sold houses for a living, and um, and like he was like sixty, and somebody in the Philippines called him and said, "Hey, you want to do like a, a, a little tour over yeah. here?" I mean, that, like imagine yeah, that. Yeah. Like you've been out of the scene for like ten years, right. and all of a sudden somebody in freaking. You know, somebody in freaking uh, the Philippines up in, in Manila right. calls you up. Yeah. Hey, you know. Right. That would be, that'd be really cool. That's ridiculous. You well, know. I think that's a good way to end it. That's a good spot so to end it. So what would you rate date night? For date night, it's a it's a very the, solid three, three star. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I agree. So we can go to our next segment. Let's get on to the next segment. So we have a question for... She's black, t- right? Yeah, she's black. Yeah. Oh, then I know who she is. That's funny. <laughs> so Jonah Hex, how's it going? Urgh. Nice to you to come for another urgh. segment. Is that your... Is that... Do you mean yes or just err? Well, we have a question for you. A few questions for you from Steve oh, from right. Illinois. It's like <laughs> Illinois. It says, "Dear Jonah Hex, what are your favorite movies, songs, and bands?" Oh, well, I think as far as movies are concerned, uh, I'd have to say uh, Scarface. Hmm, a little cliche, but all right. Yeah. But jokes too obvious. Yeah, jokes too obvious. <laughs> jokes too obvious. Nah. Uh, well, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Transformers movies. I can't wait to see uh, Megan Fox in the third one. Oh, wait. <laughs> Maybe she'll come back as a cameo as a robot. <laughs> and what are your favorite songs? Oh, well, as far as my favorite songs is concerned, I'm a really big fan of the of the disco. Uh, I like the nightlife. I like the boogie. I like the disco. And, uh, <laughs> That's why. I, I never see you so excited. Uh, oh, disco gets me hot. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of hot. <laughs> you make fun of my face? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Uh, I think as far as my favorite song, it would obviously have to be Burn, Baby, Burn, uh, Disco Inferno. So what was it like at Studio 54? Oh, it was hot. Yeah. Steve Rebell? <laughs> you know, <it's> a... <laughs> oh, yeah, Steve Rebell. Yeah. <laughs> he did a lot of coke. It's, uh, any, any Allegedly. Favorite... Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> someone's been listening to the podcast. Yeah, I listen to it regularly, yeah. That's a regularity? Yeah. Is this some sort of poop joke? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what are your favorite bands? Yeah. What do you... Well, there's Quentin Turnbull and the Turnbull Five. <laughs> Is that a real band? Uh, yeah, I just made that up. And uh, who... And... I, think, I think my favorite band would have to be... Now, do you have any... Enemies that you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, enemies list like Richard Nixon. Uh, oh, clearly, I. What are your, what are your five enemies? I don't have five. I only have one. Quentin Turnbull. But wouldn't you say Quentin Turnbull five times? Yeah, Quentin Turnbull. <laughs> Quentin Turnbull. Quentin Turnbull. Quentin Turnbull. Quentin Turnbull. And Dave Turnbull Jr. <laughs> and Dave Coulier. I hate that guy. He needs to cut it out. Yeah, really. You want Full House there, Jonah? I'm talking about out of control. Oh, <laughs> you're, did, I you're Rick? A, did I just make an out of control yeah, reference? Yeah, you did. Cut it out. Yeah, oh, really? Yes. Uncle Hermes. But it's like, <laughs> so it's like well, I, I think, uh, so what's it like in the green room? Do you stuff food in your face in the side of your mouth? or? Oh, yeah, I only eat green M&M's. Yeah, green M&M's. And I M&Ms. stick, and I stick oh. it through my little, my little mouth hole yeah. because they're perfect right in there. <laughs> and a Bluetooth. You just put a Bluetooth right in there? <laughs> like you, you're into the phone technology now. <laughs> yeah, I got a Bluetooth. I, I had my, 
I don't quite get it. I had my teeth pulled out to put the Bluetooth in, but it's no good. Yeah, for I knew eating. someone like that. It's, it's no like, good for eating food. Yeah. Well, well, maybe one day it's good eating if you put it into a fine paste. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I think that's pretty good. You know, you'll come back next week, right? Uh, I'll come back every week. That's, well, what are you doing? Are you what are what are you working? I'm on? hunting down Clinton Turnbull. Have you found my, him yet? Waiting for my movie to come out. Oh, right, and that comes out when? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know either. But we'll be watching your movie when it comes out at a certain day. Oh yeah, I can't <laughs> I can't wait to review my own movie. That's gonna be really interesting. It's gonna be Jonah Hex on Jonah Hex. Very meta hex. <laughs> meta hexy. <laughs> well, thank you for stopping by there, Jonah. Yeah. Jo Join us next time for Ask Jonah. I can't believe it. It's the end of the podcast. We got through another one? No. No. Yeah, we did. Holy shit. Whoa, that was fast. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, it took about four hours. To do it. God. God. it took us literally, like, we're starving here. Yeah. We need a drink. We're yeah. locked in. They said, you can't go it's out like, until you're done. I know. That's what happened how they written Jonah Hex. Don't tell them that, though. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, you know, I just want to say thank you for joining us uh, at the podcast here. And special thanks to Chris Legg and, and, and Brett. Yep. Join. Uh, look out for Chris Legg and the band Blackened. Look yep. for their album. Think Fast Records. Fa album's called This Means War. Listen to it today. Listen It'll to destroy it. your face. <laughs> is that a joke about me? No, no, no. Jonah Hex doesn't do it, and that's how he got his scar. <laughs> I listened to it, and that's how I face got like, Hey, he's supposed to be in the green room. Ah! Ooga boogie, you ready? <laughs> Quentin Turnbull. We have another question for you next week. Now, right, go back, back to the green room. All right, that's a great place to end it. We're being way too silly. Yeah. So on behalf of Drunk on VHS, this is Mo. This is T Bosh B O S H, y'all. <laughs> really? Yeah. God, I wish I'd gotten that on film. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what up, so good? Yeah. What up, son? There's <laughs> up there. Oh God. Goodbye. Goodbye. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.